now betting for the sports animal your afternoon drive number two men on van nunley and fred slow and in the on deck circle amory castillo this is two men on with van nunley and fred slow It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means we all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. What a show last night. What a show last night, huh? Big shout out to... Ringo Starr, the former Santa Ana Star Center, now the Rio Rancho Event Center, the all-star band, the star-studded VIP suite that we were in. It was um, it was sweet, dude. Hit after hit after hit yeah. after hit. And they did very little Beatles work. It was a cover band. Just the, just the stuff that Ringo wrote and or sang is the only Beatles songs they did. But, man... Banger after banger. Banger I mean, after banger. Last Toto time. was there. Yep. Men at Work was there. They were there. I mean, to me, it was the Edgar Winter show, really. Who? Edgar Winter, the albino rock and roll musician. Oh. Stud. Had some hits. Yeah. He played every instrument on stage. Okay, yeah. He, and sang. He had a world of talent. I had a world of fun last night. Big shout out to the Rio Rancho Center and the 4,000 in attendance as it was um, about as good as it gets. Hung out with... Friend of the show, friend in real life, Frank Murky Lago. Hey, Frankie baby. UNM Lobo football. He makes that bad boy go around. He set us up with Coach Danny Gonzalez today at 5 o'clock. Hey, Let's go. Coach G. It's going to be a lot of fun. We will enjoy um, him. As we always do. As we always do. We'll talk about uh, the upcoming trip this weekend. They're going to go all out to Massachusetts. They're going to be out there doing football things. So we'll talk about that kind of everything goes into it obviously we'll recap last week because it was a tough week for the lobos tough and week for lobos it's you know it's kind of interesting um the lobos win win or lose are the big story in town you know if they'd have won you know it, the conversation would have been this it would have been you know even through the adversity of the day and the event and kind of everything that surrounds it and blah 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 and up and down you know they were able to pull it out and this but you know they caught the l you know sure. so it's we're at the isotopes baseball game today and as we're at the isotopes game today you know, the conversation's like, well, you know, I heard this. Well, you know, I heard that. You know, the rumor has it this. And it's like, well, could have been a different narrative. Could have been a different narrative. So we'll talk to Danny Gonzalez about that. And By the way, Lobo fan. Yeah. Especially Lobo fan who's a Coach G hater. Yeah. A lot of season left. A lot of season left. A lot of season left. A lot, a lot of, of games left. A lot of young talent on that team that could turn it around. Oh, in the drop of a dime. Could be a drop of a dime. Also, Massachusetts. Yeah. Tom Brady-less teams in Massachusetts right. have been garbage in right. the history of that state. See, here's – it doesn't correlate. We, like we Massachusetts have, football without Tom Brady yeah. is hot garbage. UMass this upcoming Saturday. Yeah. That, game, that game's at one. Put a D in front of it. Local. Minutemen, watch out. But – I mean, the Lobos need this one. There's not that we say. Danny Gonzalez promised a bowl game. I saw him promise it. I saw it in a press conference. No, it's true. They asked Dylan Hopkins about it. He said, that thing that my coach just promised, it's true. Like, that's this is a thing that has to happen. We'll talk to Danny at length about that. That'll be a lot of fun. When, Fred? 
5 o'clock. Today. Ooh, 5 o'clock. That's a good time. 4.30 today will be a lot of fun as well as Andres Trujillo, owner of the New Mexico Runners, will join us. Everyone knows I am the voice of the New Mexico Runners. And since I'm no longer the voice of New Mexico Highlands University, this is the only thing I'm a voice of that's not Duke City Championship Wrestling. Tickets available at DCCW.com. Buying a ticket to Duke City Championship Wrestling puts money into Daddy's pockets. So we're going to have the owner on so I can uh, so I can grease him up a little bit so mm-hmm. we can we can talk about arena soccer. Put him on the spot. Tell yeah. him you deserve a raise. Yeah, that's what we're going to say. We're going to say. Okay. Now that you're not as gainfully employed yes. as you previously once yeah. was. I'm going to say, listen, I need some inventory. i got to sell some inventory. I need mm-hmm. the friends of the show if you want to be a part of. Of, of runner soccer, you call me and we figure it out. Also, here's a real thing, no punchline here. If you've never been to indoor soccer, it's a blast. It's exciting. It's so much fun. It is a white-knuckle thrill ride. Yeah, right out there at the Rio Rancho Event Center as well. Okay, today's the unofficial Rio Rancho Event Center day, apparently. Uh, I guess it is, isn't it? When you're the place that's doing everything, they're the place that's doing everything. Also, um, prayers up for Ringo Starr. Succumbed to gravity at the end of the show we're last gonna night. We are going to put that on air. I didn't know we were going to put that Did on air. Did you catch that one? Well, it's all over the interwebs. No, it's not, is yes, it? Yes, it is. Shut up. It is no, viral. You're lying. I, uh, why would I do that? Did Did the headline say Ringo Starr had a nice trip in Albuquerque? Did it say that? There was a lot of clever wordplay all over the interwebs. Did they today. say we expect Ringo Starr to return to Albuquerque next September because um, we'll see him next fall? Is yep. that what they said, Van? 83-year-old Ringo Starr took a, took a, a header. Last night at the Rio Rancho Event Center, and we all, we all, um, and I when I say we, four thousand of us all went. <gasps> <gasps> it was literally, you, it was an audible collective yeah. gasp. He bounced back up. Ringo Starr is eighty-three years old. He's not young. He rocked out for basically two hours in a row. Yes, and he was so excited to come out for his encore that uh, he took a little tumble. It was he was tumble. It was up there. Um, it was up there all night. It was like nothing changed all night. Like those, those, whatever he tripped over was there the entire night. Like the, yeah. But he was up there and looked like an octopus under the sea, but like on land, just lost. He was lost. Right. And it was not good for he. So he, uh, but apparently he did survive and that is good, but it was terrifying because we saw that Ringo started 83 years old, like running up and down stairs and doing stuff. He was crushing it. Spry. Dancing right. around, yeah. jumping up, doing jumping jacks. Cal back at the station. Now, Cal, bad news. We weren't able to meet Ringo Starr as we intended because um, he um, he's not taking visitors now. And I didn't know this. Apparently, Ringo had had a COVID issue. Sure. And I get Too it. Many fans. I get it. Yeah. Also, if that's not true, that's a good lie to tell. I believed it. Yeah, I believed it. I was into it. So, good little night there. Also, Ringo bounced up faster than Trayvon Diggs. Cowboys fans, oh. uh, not the best day for dim boys. As your hero, cornerback Trayvon Diggs, feared torn ACL in practice today. This is what, you know, I'll take all the heat for this, Albuquerque. Tom Pelissero says it is over. Look, friends of the show. It is being reported that the season is over. Point fingers at me. Mm-hmm. Because after years and years and years of making fun of we dim boys, yeah. for the first time in my adult life, I jumped on the bandwagon. 
I was a believer. Why? Just because they've scored. I predicted because the Dallas over Cowboys seventy points in their first two games and only surrendered ten points. Yeah, and they look like Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Okay, that me, yeah, me too. Yeah, me that's too. why. The first time in my adult life, I jump on the We Dem Boys train. Mm-hmm. I pick the Cowboys to win the NFC. You did, and just because of that. Yep. Trayvon tore his ACL. Tore his ACL today. So apologies. He gone. Cowboys Nation. I'll take the heat on this one. <sighs> he did just. I should have just. Uh, I should have just kept regular. You know, status quo. Making fun of the Cowboys, saying you're never going to do it. You're never going to make it. But you had me fooled. And this is what happens. The universe responds accordingly. This is what happens. This is what happens. Not the first time that I've been hurt by a Dallas Cowboys cornerback. Because Deion Sanders broke a lot of hearts. Yeah, also broke streaming records for ESPN this weekend, 9.3 milli for the Colorado game. Whenever, Whenever Trayvon went down, one thing started, one thing we weren't ready for. And that's the adversity story of this Dallas Cowboys oh, team for the season. That's what's going to happen. All right. So this team. This is the first time in your life you're going to take a glass half full attitude on this thing? This is a brutal loss. This is new for you. Practice injuries are horrible. Happened to Travis Kelsey the other day. Right. What happened to the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey? Caught an L. It's going to be tough. But an MRI is already confirmed. You know what that MRI has confirmed? That this is now a fairy tale season for the Dallas Cowboys. All the odds stacked against them. They come out looking like world beaters with talent everywhere on the field. Now what do they got? A story, an obstacle. They're up against it. This Dallas Cowboys team is not going to be stopped. You never hear about players getting injured and practices during the season until now, until it's the Dallas freaking Cowboys on their way to the Super Bowl. You're so wildly incorrect. Uh, This is going to be a dumpster fire, and this is going to turn the tables faster. This is going to be the first domino for an actual good quarterback to take the helm of the Dallas Cowboys. Because now, instead of giving up zero points, they're going to start giving up, what, 60 a game? Without Trayvon Diggs? They're so incredibly good at every position. And no one was throwing at Trayvon anyways. Everyone throws at Trayvon because they know he's going to take the big lead. Yeah, he's the gambler. (laughs) Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. You know, he didn't game on because I just checked this to make sure. He got paid right before this happened, so just heads up. Oh, he pulled a burrow on him, huh? Yeah, he caught he in July he got all the money, then he got hurt. And I'm actually I'm kinda pro that, like not to be like a weird sounding guy or whatever. But I like that guys get paid before they get hurt. I don't I don't want to say the Cowboys can't reach the NFC championship game without It's over. They will but this I think this is it. Who's the other team? Well, obviously, it's the Niners. It's not. I mean, it's the Jordan Love-led Packers. It's definitely not the Minnesota Vikings. It's not the – this season is not the factory of sadness that you're claiming to be, where the Dallas Cowboys are just producing sad thing after sad thing. It is not that. What this is, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a really good swerve in pro wrestling where, where Diggs goes down. And also, you recently heard that Aaron Rodgers will be back from his torn Achilles in time for the Super Bowl. With all of his weird hippies magic that he's going to put on his ankle, like, I can believe that. 
that he comes back early with some like hippie magic. There's a wild amount of not just NFL energy in, energies injuries, but there's a wild amount of superstar injuries. Aaron Rodgers, Tavon Diggs, Nick Chubb, the, uh, the Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a list of dudes that the league needs to not be hurt. But also it's going to mess up the mentality of next man up or whatever. You know, then that is going to allow NFL owner, NFL team to say, we don't need top tier guys. We don't need this, that, or whatever. Because we can just do the next guy on the roster, and they will. Well, Micah Parsons is going to continue to do Micah Parsons things. He's had one of the best starts as a defensive player to a season that anyone could imagine. It's going to be a fantastic race for defensive player of the year in between him and T.J. Watt so far. T.J. Watt could be the NFL MVP with the way he's currently playing, but they can't play Cleveland every week, so he won't be. Yeah, all you got to do is get a touchdown a week. He'll be fine. God, he's so good at that. T.J. Watt ends up with more touchdowns than uh, Deshaun Watson. He'll be MVP. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Let's step away. Whenever we get back, obviously, we're continuing today's conversation on the biggest sports stories of the day. Don't forget, at 4.30, Andres Trujillo will join us as two men on live from ABQX, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. At the studio, we're excited for Kevin to join us because I know he has an idea of some games that are off by at least 7 to 10 points. Kevin Todd with Vegas Mistake, welcome to the show. How are you guys? Doing good, my friend. Talk to me a little bit about the games that you think are off between 7 or 10 points, and, and I need to know what's going on in the world of football this weekend. Let me just tell you that last week, everybody who, who had signed up ended up getting BYU plus the eight points as an underdog against Arkansas winning outright. Not only do we find mistakes and tell our clients to bet the underdogs, we also tell them to bet the money line. If you had been a client of ours and you had taken a BYU plus the eight, you would have got three to one back on your money. So a $500 player would have made $1,500 oh, on, the B, on the BYU money line. Well, and talk a little bit about the importance of just betting like one or two games a week and no parlay teasers or anything of that sort. Talk about like identifying those games that are so far off and how VegasMistake.com makes it work for those that participate. Well, basically what we do here is we take the gambling aspect out of it. We tell people less games, more money. There's no reason to bet four or five games on a Saturday when we find that one or two mistakes and you take advantage of it by betting the most you can on those games, especially when we release the dogs because nine out of the ten times, these dogs that we release, they win the game outright. So I know you're looking at certain NFL games this weekend, Atlanta at Detroit. Talk to me about that spread. I think it's three and a half. Well, let me just take a look at this game right now. I think that um, I'm leaning here towards Atlanta. If you, re- I mean, listen, that team has come a long way. I know they have a rookie quarterback or a second-year quarterback out there, and they got a great running back. If you remember last week, I think for the first time, the quarterback from Detroit threw his first interception. But catching three-and-a-half points here, this line looks a little bit low. I think the public is going to end up jumping on Detroit because of the way they played last week, losing that game and looking to bounce back. But I like Atlanta in this matchup here catching the points. Tell me about how you can bet a favorite and make some money. Anyone can bet an underdog. I get that. Talk to me about the proper way to wager on football. 
Well, the proper way to wager on football is, let me tell you, these odds makers, what they do is they set the line on the public perception on how teams play the previous week. So the public already know. I should say the odds maker already know what the public is going to bet because they see a team play well, they bet on it. They see a team that doesn't play well, they bet against them. And that's where we identify whether the odds makers made a mistake on betting the favorite or betting on the dog. And right now, if you go to VegasMistake.com, everyone who signs up gets a welcome email right in their inbox. There's no sales tactic. There's no high upgrades. There's none of that. You go right to the website, you sign up, and you get your plays either text to you, or you could go to the website and get them in your email box, or you can go to the website and actually log in with a username and password and get all your plays. At VegasMistake.com, we identify where the odds makers made a huge mistake in the odds one more time give me that atlanta at detroit with three and a half how do i make the money basically you take atlanta here plus the points and on the money line with atlanta right now they're probably plus 140 so basically a 500 dollars bet gets you back 700 if you were to take atlanta kevin todd of vegasmistake.com thank you for your time brother you got all the insight when it comes to weekend football thank you and i'll speak to you guys next week Shorts make the art fade away. That's the whole tragic world. Goddamn props, shows been rocked. Old to the greats, the takes the boom box into the bus stop, the bootlegs. Back live on the program. Still live at ABQ Act. Big thing is John Lopez, real estate and global banker, sponsoring our middle studio. 505 246 0610, Sports Animal Text Line. Uh, a lot less crazy today, so that's nice. Thank you to those who took a break from their uh, afternoon intoxication. So that was very kind of day to do that. Sweet. Yeah, super nice. Obviously, Ice Tubes Baseball is this afternoon, so no Ice Tubes Baseball tonight. So don't worry about what channel it was on. It was already on this one. Thursday Night Football starts at 530. Obviously, we are the home. For Thursday Night Football right here on the Sports Animal. So make sure you're tuned in immediately following us for the Westwood One broadcast of that. Big thank you to Teller Vodka, who we are going to start 5 o'clock off with. So that's going to be know it. a lot of fun. Also, I skipped the Y this morning because of Ringo last night. I don't tell anyone. You slept in. I slept in. Smart. I'm sure Ringo did too. I had to. Yeah. There were so many bangers. Last night, I'm texting Van, my mom. I'm like, Mom. And how old is my mom? 65? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Mom, I'm at Ringo, I'm at Ringo in the All-Star Band. And she says, great, I saw him one time, whatever. She's like, tell me. I'm like, they got so many bangers. And she goes, well, I know he's English, but are they serving bangers in MASH? (laughs) (laughs) Mama, a banger is a hit song, Mom. It's uh, very confused. Bangers? What is it, Metallica? Yes, yeah. You know headbangers there? That's literally what she thought. (laughs) So that's a real story from my life. Also, big thank you to Red Door. We'll be there next Thursday wrapping up our Red door for the summer, so we're going to have a lot of fun with day as we do that. Don't forget, Monday nights we go over to Howie Sports page. We rage at the page every single Monday night for Monday Night Football. That's up until the 18th of December, the final Monday night game of the year. That's not Christmas. We're not going to work on Christmas. Sorry for it. Also, we'll figure out a playoff plan and all that after that, so that's a lot of fun. The Bears stuff yesterday got wild, huh? It got wild, and it's getting even wilder. It looks like the FBI raid did happen on Allen Williams's house. Correct. Yeah, um, a from my experience, a believable source, a man from a four-letter network, one Pat McAfee, he reported, said that their sources, which he doesn't put his, he doesn't stick his neck out unless yeah. you know he's right. 
So he said his sources say there was indeed a raid. Yeah, there was a conversation saying there was two raids or something. One was at a Hallis Hall, which is obviously part of Soldier Field, and the other one over at Williams' house. And none of those sources denied the one at his house. They did say nothing happened at Soldier Field, so not necessarily on the company computer, right. not necessarily at the company office. I used to work in university athletics, and I, I did that for a long time, and I had a university computer. Mm-hmm. I had a, whatever, you know, whatever, like a, this is how you do your work. Sure. Um, the amount of personal stuff on that computer was zero. Absolutely zero. Absolutely zero. I, I didn't log into social media on that thing because I didn't want them to claim that I'm messenger or something. Like, there was 0%. Um, and I don't do anything wrong. I don't do weird stuff. I imagine if you're a guy who's calculated enough to do weird stuff, you also are following that. You also know. So now there's lawyers' comments out. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, this one was. This one is, is way out of left field for me. Way out of left field. The speculation is very bad what's going on. The, Again, I mean, it's all alleged right now. It's all speculation. There hasn't been an actual story. There haven't been concrete charges or anything like that. But it's not good. Well, so are you talking about he's under investigation for fraud, right? That's what you're saying? Because he'd been taking a million dollars a year and supposed to exchange the service of running the defense for the Chicago Bears, but he, in fact, was not running the defense for the Chicago Bears. Therefore, that's tax fraud. He was just stealing a million dollars a year without returning a service. I see what you did there, and I like it a lot. Is that what it was? I'm into that. Okay, it could be that. That's probably the least charge he's going to face. That's the bottom level of all of the charges. Right now, every fan base is reporting their coaching staff for tax fraud outside of Dallas. Uh Uh-huh, except for Dallas. It's definitely not a health issue. That's clear. Um, I mean, there are some strickening reports. I... If the FBI is at your house, you're screwed. I don't know how else to say that to you. Federal investigators don't take on cases unless they know they're right. Raiding a home, Donald Trump, raiding a home is not part of the investigation. Mm-hmm. The investigation is over. It's over. This is final evidence. Right. This, we, need, we know you have this thing. We can prove it digitally. Yeah, they're looking for the, that concrete, that yeah. real stuff. Also... When FBI agents go into your thing with their body cameras on and their whatever, that is the thing that goes in front of jury. Right. That is the, oh, this is very, like, you can show me a, a, a spreadsheet. You can, any Excel guru can show me a spreadsheet saying, uh, this is my belief of what happened with this person and this was the, blah, 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 all those things. The second you show me the video of, of the maid answering the door saying, he's not home. Doesn't matter, ma'am. Like we're the, yeah. like now it's a like oh we actually know exactly what room to go to because of air tags whatever you know what I'm saying but that's what puts you down this is the uh, you're absolutely dead to rights we got to get one more piece of evidence and we know exactly where it is and we're gonna look it up we're gonna lock you up and you're gonna spend the rest of your years in prison forever yeah I mean this is absolutely compelling what's about to happen because I mean like I said before the speculation is bad as bad as it can get what radio some of the worst the worst human behavior what radio words do you think are best to use to describe it i'd rather not to be honest okay i think just uh that 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 cloat of secrecy over not saying it lets you know how bad it is Mm. 
There's so much mystery. There's so much mystery. Also, there's zero defense for Heath. And, like, even, like, that weirdo Ashton Kutcher and his weirdo wife, Mila Kunis, mm-hmm. put out defense of people. That's that's not currently happening. I mean, are Bears players in the front office going to write uh, character letters for him? No. That's how I feel. It's tough to talk about one when there hasn't been a criminal charge. Correct. That's that's where. Oh God! How do you go inside radio on this? I can tell you right now, friend of the show, go Google it. Go look it up on the Internet. Sure. You'll see what the thing is. I, I can't say it on air. Right. Because there's not like a formal whatever. That is the case. That's the case. That's the case. His. And, and, he, go ahead. You know, the big story was we started off with it earlier in the week. The, the turn of phrase, the slip of the tongue by Justin Fields. Maybe he was saying more than he was leading on. Maybe his comments weren't about coaching at all. Maybe his comments were about, hey, coach, and he had to read between the lines. Because it could be some incognito stuff that Justin Fields was telling the world. It wasn't just a, a, a young kid running his mouth too much and putting his foot in his mouth. Maybe this was code. Maybe he's saying something without saying enough. Is this a red flag? Well, because we- here's the other side of it, right, where it's, is there like a case here? Because if you look, it'll say some really horrid stuff. And then it'll say stuff about, like, securities and frauds and insider trading and some other stuff. And you're like, okay, like, morally, that's not good either. But is there is there a crime that harms other than that? No. Also, why is that rumor coming out? Like, which one of these things is, you know, the factual of it? And his lawyer went on, and we don't have the audio for it, but it doesn't matter. I'm just going to summarize. So his lawyer goes on 670 to score, which is, like, the big one in Chicago, and, quote, there's absolutely no criminal activity. There's no criminal allegations. There's been no raid on House Hall. None of that is true. Now, that's obviously very selective. Right, because there was another establishment rumored to be raided. Correct. You just said that there was no raid at Hallis Hall. Okay. What about the other one? There's no objection whatsoever to his house being raided. Just Hallis Hall. Also... If Pat McAfee, who's a former player and is in the Brotherhood, you know he's the he's the leader of NFL guy who wants to become rich and famous outside of the game. If he is willing to get dudes on and say things that aren't a hundred percent wrapped in positivity about an individual, then he knows there's some there's some fire to this smoke. So. Without saying more than we can actually say, the Chicago Bears are now a rid of him. I bet you will get zero reference to him ever moving forward from the Bears. They put out their statement. That thing is done. It's no longer a Bears story. It's now it's now a story about Allen Williams. The alleged criminal Allen Williams. And the that's al- going to be the story going forward. Yeah. Because there's going to be an absolute gag order from the front office at the Bears. Correct. You say nothing. Well, you will say nothing. You will give no hints. There will be no allegory. And you ju- say nothing. Just just to summarize it, friend of the show, if you're listening, you know the reason 
that FBI agents go into people's homes to secure hard drives. Correct. They possess materials on hard drives that you should not possess. Nothing official yet. We'll step away. Whenever we get back, we have slated for Andres Trujillo, owner of the New Mexico Runners, to join us. He just texted me. said he's OMW. Okay. Yeah. He should be H-E-R-E. That's what I thought. Yeah. He'll join us, obviously, in segment whenever we get back. It's two minutes on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Joining us on said program, friend of the show, owner, New Mexico Runners, Andre Strahil. Let's go. Yo, what is up, fellas? Wait, where's where's one of your favorite lunch spots, Andres? Good question. Let me finish. It's okay. right here at ABQX. You get a lunch <laughs> special <laughs> Wednesday through Friday. From twelve to three. Let me tell you what you can get for twenty. Tell me, tell me what you can get what here. Can get I want twenty dollars, Andres. Okay, a pint of beer. Ooh. Okay, hatchet wings. Okay, okay, that sounds like twenty dollars worth right there, okay, right? Right there. But you get thirty minutes of throwing ninja stars too. But wait, there's more. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Can you imagine what a, the coolest lunch in all of Albuquerque? <laughs> so Throw some ninja stars, eat some wings, have a beer. Like, come you on, you feel baby. like a real ninja. How do? How does it get any better than that? Oh. Sorry to interrupt. How are no, you? Oh, it's okay. I'm doing fantastic, fellas. How are you? <laughs> doing good. Enjoying our day at ABQX. Obviously, it's a throw on Thursday. You come down to the axe shop. It's $7.50 off per hour per person, so it's a lot of fun. Thank you for taking advantage of that. If you do take advantage of that, let them know the boys sent you. All right, Andres, I can't believe that indoor soccer is back already. Andres, it is what you're doing. You're doing you do the tryouts every year, you get some local guys, so that's cool. Obviously, you got the big season. Is the first, is the kickoff in December? Or do I have December thirtieth? Isn't that wild? Ooh. Yep. I'll be there. Well, New Year's Eve party. You know, what's it? Hey, sort of, let's right? go. Like, yeah. Can we do a formal contract signing so I can be the broadcaster? Because now that I have lost the drape <laughs> that is New Mexico Highlands University, no longer am I distracted by my collegiate responsibilities. I need to know: can I? Can we officially do a contract signing like in your office? The whole ordeal. So you're talking about like a press conference yeah. type of yeah. thing. You know how you like see in the NFL, yes. anything like that. Where you got the table, you got the back. That's what we need. Yeah. Runners announce. <laughs> it got a contract of play-by-play and now color commentary. Van Nunley uh, as New Mexico Ooh, runners broadcast duo. We need to know. But Commit. it's like a lottery winner instead of like a comically large check. You have a comically large contract that you put on the wall and sign. You know what? I'm into that. I don't wait. Wait, has anybody ever done that before? No, I made it up on the spot just now. It's a great idea. That's why you got a great sidekick, Fred. Boom. He like comes up with these things like that. I that would be awesome. Put it like you know, put the whole terms on the wall and whatnot, and then like have line big old lines. Get a big old fat sharpies. Sign on the dot. We line. could do. We could put it on the Patreon, and then it's like you get. All right, who wants to make a donation towards <laughs> this stipulation, uh-huh. yeah. and then it eventually rises yeah. all the way up. So obviously, well, obviously, practice starts for your boys before the season starts. But you got to fill out the roster. Yep. You just announced you're doing the call to action. You need the best soccer talent, not just in Albuquerque, even in the state of New Mexico. And now, Van, and you're gonna have to walk me through how this works with MASL okay. because I know I just saw that you are now issuing visas to foreign players. There's a lot of crazy. So, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy thing that's happening within the world of of uh, of the MASL. Yeah. And so I think that was one of the biggest. 
uh, Majorina Soccer League was really pushing to try and figure out the visa thing because, you know, soccer's international. It really is. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know what, what other major uh, league sport is baseball. I know, I know that's a thing, you know, the MLB and stuff like that. But MASL was able to get something going to where, you know, these visas aren't so complicated anymore. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that's fantastic. So this opens up the doors to bringing in international players to. Well, we're talking about who here? Mexico, right? Yeah. That's who we're talking about because yeah. we're right there. Yep. And we both know there is so much talent south of the border with ties to not just Santa Fe and El Paso, right. or not, excuse me, Santa Fe, sorry, Las Cruces and El Paso, but here in Albuquerque as well, right. you know, to be able to bring some of these guys up. So as you're going to put together a roster, Andres, Ooh, who are you looking yeah. for? Who's local? Who's Who's going to come man, out? Who's oh, going to impress? Oh, man. You know, so Coach and I have been working hard to kind of facilitate getting the fifth season going. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, five seasons is a big thing, for, especially in this community. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we know teams come and go quite a bit, especially teams in the arena atmosphere. Yeah. They come and go, whether it's basketball, arena football, you name it. So for us, I, I mean, we just... You know, we have a lot of veterans that we fine-tuned. You know, we had a lot of rookies, so to speak, last season that we've brought on. They've kind of fine-tuned. And uh, and then, you know, we're, we're like, hey, those guys are going to be the ones to step it up into this season. And so we are looking for local talent that's here, true New Mexico grown. Maybe you just got out of high school and, and you were a soccer star playing for one of the high schools here. And, right. and you know what? You're, you decided to go to UNM yeah. uh, to, to do your schooling. And, and But still, soccer's in your blood. Hey, come out and try out for the New Mexico runners and the and the major arena soccer league. Hey, you may you may get a spot. Andres Trujillo joining us, owner of the New Mexico runners. To tease the community a little bit, to tease the friends of the show a little bit. I know you got your stalwarts. I know you and Coach already put a bunch of names on the dry erase board. But how many actual spots are open for grabs? Well. We don't like to say there's uh, a lot of spots. We like sure. to say there's a few spots. Sure. Because we know at the end of the day it, it, that – so and, – and Coach will tell you this. So we can say we're going to bring everybody we can to try right. and get them in at the front end, get as many people in to start the season, uh, you know, put them on the reserve, whatever it may be. But we know that as the season goes on – Guys be, that aren't playing or maybe not get uh, the, that that field time, they start to dwindle off. They start falling off. So what coach is looking for? Coach is looking for those guys that are dedicated. Those guys that that can understand the game. And maybe maybe you're an outdoor player. You never played indoor, right? But the thing is, is if you can take coaching and you can take that as lessons and learning and take the direction and, and execute it on the field, man. You, you're just opening up a whole new ball game for yourself and an opportunity for sure. Saturday and Sunday, September 23rd and 24th. That's a twelve. That's a noon start van on Saturday. That's a 10 a.m. start on Sunday. Smart. Smart. Get them out for football. That's mm-hmm. super smart. I like that. That's over at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Obviously, you know the Addy over there. There is a registration fee, but it is minimal. So if you're there, show up and, and show what athletic wear, right? Like you're ready to go. Yeah, and like you're working out, uh, you know, making sure you you can bring your water. Your, uh, you know, there's indoor shoes, so there's yeah. actually a thing with the indoor soccer type shoes. So if you got those, bring those out because you know we play on a carpet like turf. Yeah, and so you know it is what it's it's very important that what we do is when we when we do our tryouts, we do it at the arena. Yeah, you know, um, because we want to see the capabilities that individuals have on the actual playing surface, on the, in the actual arena, in the actual size of the field. And, and that plays a lot because it's a stamina type of game. It's the whole, you put up the whole ass field. You do the whole thing. And then the guys come out for an hour. They do what? They do drills. They do conditioning. And then they play soccer for an really, hour? Really what it is is coach understands drills are a major part of it, but that comes later. That comes when the actual okay. practices begin. He wants to see if you can play. 
That is that. That's what. That's what's important. Is can you play? So what he likes to do is do in-game uh, uh, scrimmaging. He wants to see nice. how you can work with other players, how you can receive and execute communication, and, and how you can be a teammate. Pat your passing um, because you can do drills all day long, but that doesn't mean you you know how to pass to a player and communicate and have that knowledge to be like, hey, you know, if I pass to you, I'm gonna be here for the assist or so on and so forth. So. We're, ju- we're just going to play, you I'm, know? I'm going to play a fun game real quick where I name Let's do it. everyone from Albuquerque that plays for the runners. Are you ready? Okay. Hector, Jackson, Janot. I mean, you just, there's so many. I can't even go through the whole list. You have so much local talent yes. here. Like, how important is it to you that, obviously, 100% New Mexico owned. Obviously, the runners um, are doing it from here. But you're bringing in guys that that need this. They need this pro-level opportunity because this is the town they're from. You know, I'm, and I'm thinking, I don't know who's jumping out at me, but Luis Fernando Martinez or, or Josh Garcia. It's not a gone, St. Pius grad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, prime example. Zach Estelle, I know, is on the squad. Like, who, like, like, who is the next hometown guy? You know, that's what we're asking everyone. Like, who's yeah. the next guy that's going to come in and be another part of the 505 contribution to this thing? And they have an opportunity this weekend, or not this weekend, excuse me, the 23rd and 24th, which is this, this weekend. weekend. Yeah, <laughs> actually this weekend, yeah. <laughs> this weekend to come out and, and do that thing and, and get real excited and do well. How are the registrations looking already? Good. We actually have a, a, a female that registered as well. Let's so, go. you know, that's what's really cool is we're really seeing some diverse new people that yeah. we've never seen register, um, for, you know, to come out to a tryout. And so we're really excited to see that. And, and again, you know, it's funny because I got a message from this individual and she was like, hey, uh, I totally didn't know that it was men only. And I said, well, actually, it's open to women, too. If you can compete yeah. on the field, it doesn't matter if you're a male or female, but if you can compete on the field and compete at this level, hey, we're, we would love to see what you got. And, and really, um, she was like, okay. I said, well, if you want a refund, I'll refund you your fee <laughs> if you're, if you're you know, kind of discouraged about it. But I hadn't heard back, so I'm assuming we're going to see her this weekend. The, I used to do radio in St. Louis, Missouri for the longest time, and we had an uh, indoor team that's where I started broadcast, St. Louis Sandbush, and they had the first woman soccer player in, I guess it was Arena Soccer League at that time. Okay. So, and it was um, Lindsay Eversmeyer, and she, um, and this is going to sound so stupid because it's a one-off example, but she obviously broke that barrier, scored the first goal as a female in professional indoor soccer, and now what? She's running a women's team. You know, That's she's amazing. she's part of the and and I tell you, what, people that like make that effort to do something extraordinary end up doing extraordinary things in the rest of their life. Absolutely. Yeah. So how exciting it is for they. Anything we missed? Anything? I, I mean, you know, we're just we just really need the community support. I mean, you you said it you said it best there, uh, Fred, that we are locally owned and operated. You know, one hundred percent family owned and operated. New Mexican owned and operated, and and so. I mean, when people are are looking to support something, you know, we want to be a, that beacon of positivity in the community. Yeah. We want to bring everyone. We don't care what walks of life you are, what side of political aisle you are. We don't care about what's going on in the world. We want to be your escape, and we want to bring everybody together as the common denominator in our community. Um, so, so really make a plan. Buy some season tickets. Season tickets start at 80 bucks for, for the entire season. And, uh, I mean, as you guys know, you're close to the action. There's no right. bad seat yeah. in the, at the Rio Rancho Event Center. And so being there, uh, supporting, it's exciting, fast-paced, it's high-scoring. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to say it's like uh, hockey, soccer, and, and NBA basketball put together. I mean, there's a lot of scoring, the free substitution, there's power plays. All these different elements makes the game so exciting. You don't even want to get up to go get food or go to the bathroom because you're going to miss something on right. the field. There's, it, it's fun, like, 90-second spurts, too, where yeah. it's, you know, I've been broadcasting a long time. 
But let's say you got a favorite player. Name, name whoever that is, right? you got a favorite player. And, and he gets out there. You're going to watch him go as hard as any human being can go for about a minute and a half. And if he goes two minutes, you're gonna go. Oh no! He, like, give, give my boy some rest. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, yeah, it's easy to fall in love with it. It's easy for the fandom. And the thing I appreciate so very much about the Rio Rancho Vincer and the Mexico Runners, Andres Trujillo, is the fellowship that surrounds the game. Right. Yep, so absolutely. The fans that come, they become friends. And yes. then you know, it, there's something special about whenever you get. And by the way, a lot of success with your young bodies last year, right? Like you guys really turned it around the second yep. half of the season. Best soccer I've seen your team professionally play last year. Yes. And with that. The fans come out and they come down the field and they shake hands and they say thank you. And you have all these fun, intimate moments, you know, and it's not so dissimilar from what I'm doing with Duke City Championship Wrestling, where you're, you're able to be at arm's length from those who support you. And that's a very special Accessible, thing. Accessible, right? I mean, yeah. there's really accessibility for, for anybody, especially young kids. Uh, they, they look at that as, as an inspiration, right? So when we have young kids come into the runners games, they go, look, I want to play that. That looks cool. Sure. And it actually helps build not just soccer itself, but the actual indoor game. And, and you know, New Mexico, we're the first major arena soccer league team in New Mexico history. So, I mean, you, you like you said, St. Louis's market's been around for years. years. The San Diego market's been around for years. And so when, when you put it into perspective about New Mexico sports, we've broken barriers. And we keep breaking barriers, um, you know, being a 100% Hispanic-owned professional sports team, a, family owned, a New Mexican family-owned uh, sports team. So we just want the community to know. By coming out to the game, supporting us, you're really doing a, a huge service to not just, you know, your personal entertainment, but the whole community as in its entirety. All right. The question that everyone's been asking me. Yep. The question that uh, basically asks itself, where's our boy Rio? How's he doing? Rio is he ready, yeah. is he ready for runner. the new season? Man, oh, man. He's ready for the new season. And, and Rio the Roadrunner is, I would say, hands down. And, I mean, I'm not to be biased, but hands <laughs> down the Mickey Mouse of New Mexico. People, I love this bird. He's, he's one of those things where, uh, you know, even if you don't understand who the New Mexico runners are, you know who Rio the Roadrunner is. Yeah. And, and it is part of my plan, part of my long, the long game, the long-term marketing plan with Rio. I, you know, I, I used to work for a Disney. So, you know, these young kids, they see Mickey Mouse. They don't know it's Disney, but they know it's Mickey. And as they get older, they, they, they make that association, that connection that that's Disney. We're doing the same thing. These, my two-year-old, Rio, loves Rio. He sees the runner's logo. Rio, Rio, Rio. And, it. <laughs> and, and it's multiple two-year-olds that are doing that. Right. And, and as they get older, maybe they get four or five years old, then they associate, oh, it's the New Mexico runners. It's a long game, right? And so the, the methodology of what we're doing with our mascot is working. Uh, I mean, he's getting requests to do events like jogathons and school functions, festivals, fairs, uh, events around the community. I, I put mean, one in for a sleepover. Hey, nice. Rio... You better watch out, because if you fall asleep first, Rio might put some uh, cream on your face, tickle your nose with the feather. Hand, put your hand in the water. Call, call, call that thing done. Andre Stereo, thank you so very much for joining us, brother. Thank you for the New Mexico Runners. We're excited for the up coming season and obviously yes, um, all your runners content yeah right and, and if you're out there yeah. listening and you think you got what it takes visit newmexicorunners.com slash tryout and let's see what you got yeah i like that a lot andre stereo thank you whenever we get back we wrap up the first hour and that puts us into the five o'clock hour where danny gonzalez of the unm lobos will join us and we will be sipping on well i guess some red door because we're here at abqx door, yeah but it, i mean it's teller vodka's hour but we're gonna go red door it's not cheating they said it's okay okay when we're here or when we're at Red Door, they said it's okay. I'm gonna they get a, will forgive us. One Fred Light in my hand when Red 5 o'clock Light. starts. I like that. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh, this is a fun surprise. Okay, so we didn't know this was going to happen. 
Rob Short joining us on the program. Rob, hey, welcome. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Appreciate Rob, it. Rob plays in the leagues here, and the league, the leagues at ABQX, obviously not the not the major leagues, not the minor leagues, not the League of Legends. I'm gonna run out of league analogy. Leagues under the sea. The axe-throwing leagues here at ABQX. Yes. And league picks up this Wednesday, right? Yes, it does. The new season starts this Wednesday. Um, it's a great opportunity to come out, uh, meet some new people, and just have some fun. And that's how you got started, right? Because, like, yeah. you're a sales guy during the day. You got a stuffy corporate co- job. You, you wear a tie. <laughs> you, you got to shave every day. And then you get to come here and just, just let it out on axes. Even though I'm bald, I let my hair down <laughs> when I come over here. <laughs> and yeah, definitely. Where, where, where did uh, let's take it back a little bit? Where did your love for this come from? Was it just happenstance? You you came by here and had a blast. Well, it's actually wanted... a friend of mine, Octavia, and I would come and just you know just rattling throw, just have fun, you know, just again like you said, just release some steam. Uh, then it just jokingly like, hey, we should join the league, and then that's how it how it happened. We joined the league and we had a blast doing it. Uh, last uh, the summer league was the first time that uh, I did the league. And like I said, had a blast. The the thing that's so fun to me about it is the the fel- we were just talking about fellowship with sure. the New Mexico runners. Whenever you're throwing axes here at ABQ Axe, you make the weirdest friends the fastest friends. Sure. Like there's hey, heads up, everyone here's weird. This is a building of weird people. <laughs> and like they're so funny and they're so nice and they're so friendly and they come from every walk of life. Who have you interacted with here that you wouldn't have necessarily interacted with, Rob, in the in the middle of of your regular day? Well, just let me mention uh, Diana, a.k.a. Dodo. Uh, oh, she's Do- the best. Dodo. Love Dodo. Um, yeah. I mean, she's the owner of Albuquerque X, and she's just great, and just it's a great environment. And then you have the coaches like Caleb and stuff that, you know, as far as if you just come in here, have no experience whatsoever, you just want to come in and have fun, they have great coaching people to guide you and all that. So you have a blast, and they come league time. Yeah, you just meet all walks of different people, and um, and – it's just it's pretty awesome, you know. You by the end of it, the league is eight weeks, and by the end of that eight eight weeks, you come out with a uh, new core of friends. You know, it's just it's just awesome. So you like league champ or what's up? Oh, I'm far from league champ. <laughs> <laughs> More I'm practice, still, baby. I'm still trying to figure this out. That's what I'm doing here, trying to get ready for this league coming up starting Wednesday. ABQX.com, uh, right there under axe throwing. There's eight week leagues. It's Wednesdays and Sunday nights, six p.m. Uh, it's an absolute banger. Five zero five two zero seven eighty nine ninety. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you real straight here, man. You can't have this much fun this regularly outside of drugs. Okay. Yeah. 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 For twenty dollars a week, and that's all this bad boy cost. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, come out. They have uh, you know, of course, they have alcohol beverages. Uh, great food here. So come out with your friends and hang out. It's a great place to hang out. And also, if you're real good, there's cash prizes at the end of the year. Sure. I mean, that's a whole other conversation for another time, but. Uh, if you're real good. If also, you're... if you're looking for an alibi to drive around with an axe and duct tape in your trunk, why du- sign up too. Exactly. Hold, yeah. hold up. Why did you add duct tape? Wait, hold on. <laughs> did I say that part out loud? That was... Whoopsie. <laughs> also, if you don't know but you want to find out, walk-ins and lane reservations always available. Don't forget the group events here at ABQX. They got booze. Here's the thing. Just wear clothes shoes. That's if you it. cover your toes, you can play. Yeah. Definitely. You have a mean, go, it's a you, good time. You have a go-to axe outfit? Uh, no, just uh, stay loose and come and, and enjoy yourself. Okay. One quick thing I'd like to say, there's yep. still availability for Wednesday night, particularly for oh, okay. leaks. So, you know, you know, if you're, like I said, no experience required. Come out and have a good time, meet some new people, and, and have fun. The and six, they got the coaches here. They got all the wisdom you need Yeah, here. they teach. If you you will be, you'll be 
sticking axes within 10 minutes of coming here. It's just like bowling alley rules. Like, they will give you an axe if you don't have one. Uh-huh. Yep. Is, do you guys call it axes or hatchets? Uh, I call it axe, but yeah. just depending on who you talk to, is a hatchet or an yeah. axe, just depending on okay. who you talk to. Well, there you go. I, here's a, how little I know about I call axes. mine Janice. That's what I was going to get yeah. to. Yep, uh-huh. you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can even name your axe and yeah. everything. And a cool thing about league play, you know, you have call signs. So you have people like Maverick, you know, or Fire Dog. Oh, my God. Like that. So it's cool just to come up with your own call sign. Uh, my name's Rob, but I just simply keep it simple and, and go with that, you know. Yeah. I'm not cool enough to have Well, here's why. You don't know this. <laughs> I just signed up for Wednesdays, and now my call sign nice. is Rob. So Uh-oh. it's going to come down. Yeah. There can be only We're one. Have to do the rock, paper, scissors. Who's going to change their name? Rob, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Stone, thank, or Rob Short, sorry. Thank you for joining us, friend. Thank yeah. you for talking a little bit about the leagues. Uh, just an absolute blast this is here at ABQX. You know we're a fan of it because we're here every single week. Danny Gonzalez joins us when we get back. We're going to talk UNM Lobo football. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Now, now betting for the sports, sports animal. animal. Your, Your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to the program. Give you a little preview of head coach Danny Gonzalez before Lobo Talk tonight. Live from the Salt Yard West. It's going to be a good one. It's over there on 96.3 KKOB. Coach, welcome to the program, brother. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, friend. Good to catch you professionally. I know we talked off the record earlier in the week, but Saturday was a rough one. My man Van and I were there in attendance. We talked at length about the excitement of both programs here in the state of New Mexico, and I thought both programs showed out for the game couple breaks the opponent way and they proved to be victorious talk to us coach a little bit about the locker room afterwards talk to us a little bit about you and the guys and and putting the rest of the season in a frame well i mean obviously the the outcome wasn't what any lobo fan or or player wanted uh we didn't make enough plays in key opportune times came every football game comes down to about five or six plays we had an opportunity early to give us a big lead, and we didn't take advantage of it. We dropped an opportunity to pick six. We turned the football over. And then on defense, you can't give up one-play drives. You can't give up big plays, and we gave up two of them. So on top of the 14 points we lost from scoring, we gave up 14, and, and the outcome was a 10-point game. So we can't do that. The opportunity to move forward uh, with the nine games we have left, our football team is resilient. I think we have a mature football team. I think we have good players. It was exactly what I said. It was a great college football game. It just didn't go our way. I mean, is this the lesson that you guys might have needed earlier in the year? Obviously, you want to win. Obviously, you want to beat your rival. I know how passionate you are. But do you see some positives from that matchup? Well, we need to win a dang football game. I mean, yep. we need to make some plays in the fourth quarter and get some momentum going. We can we can start stacking some football games together. We have enough talent, and I have not shied away from in my four years being the head football coach here. When we're not good, when we've stunk, I've told you we've stunk. I think we have enough talent to be a good football team. We need to make a couple breaks go our way. We need to start it this weekend up in Amherst, Massachusetts, and then start getting on a little roll. Do you fear the eastern time zone? I feel like that's like a superstition 
from the mountain in the Pacific time zone? Well, you know, uh, Frank McCaughey started reading off all that nonsense to me. And I told him to stop. Uh, I, that's what I think it is. I mean, when I was at San Diego State, we played at West Point. From San Diego to West Point, New York, is a little bit further than Albuquerque to Amherst. And we won. Wasn't a big deal. Uh, we've gone to North Carolina and won. Uh, we were at North Carolina State when I was here before as an assistant coach. and had an opportunity. It was 14-14 going into the fourth quarter. Phillip Rivers was their quarterback, and they have to throw a double pass to uh, get the lead. Now, they scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and we didn't score any, and they won 34-14. But we've had opportunities over there. Uh, it's, it's a four-hour plane flight. We'll get off the plane. We'll go to the hotel, and everything will be just like it is if we were playing at home. I saw a stat. I, I can't tell you where, and I, I was probably frank. But I saw a stat that said the UNM Lobos offense – is the third most improved offense in the country from last year. And that's trailing only Colorado, obviously, with Coach Prime, and I think Georgia Tech. How special of a stat is that to you, Coach, for the turnaround of this team offensively? Well, from, from, from where we were to where we are right now is not even close. And Coach Benson's done a really good job. It really helps to have a really good quarterback. And Dylan missed a couple throws on Saturday night that he was very um, – I mean, he apologized to me after the game, and I said, wow. man, don't ever do that again. You, you worked your tail off. You know what? we got to make our own breaks on both sides of the ball. Uh, we'll do that starting this weekend and, and moving forward. But the kind of leader he is and, and why we've had such great improvement on offense, now we need to stop giving up big plays on defense. I mean, the, uh, the last three years we've been good on defense because we haven't done that. If you go through the stat, 40-yard plays, we were one of only two schools in the country that didn't give up a 40-yard play last year. Well, we gave up a 75-yarder on Saturday, that was the difference in the football game. Uh, we're finally healthy back there in the secondary. Octavian Combs should be uh, able to go the whole game. And then the way Noah Pola Gates played on Saturday and Christian Ellis, I feel a lot more comfortable with that group going into this game on Saturday. All right, Coach, let's talk about the matchup with UMass. And don't give away too much because you know they're listening. They're yes. trying to get some tips and tricks. 100%. You know, they got their spies on our station right now. Where else would they be? How do, how do you guys match up against UMass, and what do you expect? Well, I know Coach Brown has got two men on right now. I promise you that on the, on the <laughs> app, which is easy to, easy to access. Uh, the matchup here, here's uh, we've got two teams. They're one and three. We're one and two. Uh, they've been in games. We've been in games. They've turned the ball over in the games they've lost. They didn't turn it over in the game they won. Same with us. Uh, here, I'll give you a little one. Against New Mexico State on Saturday, we score to make it a three-point game with 10.05 to go in the fourth quarter, and they go with a one-play touchdown to put it back up to 10. Yeah. Right. Miami of Ohio played UMass. UMass, uh, Miami of Ohio got up on them 21 nothing this year. UMass fought their way back. It was 31-28 with 10.50 to go in the fourth quarter, and Miami hit them on a 70-yard touchdown one-play drive right after that. So I mean, you got two teams that are in very similar situations, almost down to the freaking play. So you're going to have two teams that are hungry for a win. Um, they're good on defense. Don Brown, who is the head coach, who was the defense coordinator of Michigan at Arizona, uh, had great success. He had success as the head coach there in the early 2000s when they were an FCS program. Uh, they've done a good job offensively. They've got two quarterbacks. One of them got banged up. The guy that played against New Mexico State, his name is Tyson Famicon. He's a transfer from Clemson and Georgia Tech. We tried to recruit him here when he was coming out of Clemson. He's a young man from Connecticut, uh, so he's up from that area, didn't want to come all the way across the country, got banged up in the Auburn game. And then Carlos Davis, who's played the last three games, is a big old joker just like Tyson. He likes to throw it more than run it, but they're athletic guys that, that can cause you problems. So I'm excited for that challenge. 
I need to ask you about some next-level coaching stuff. This past Saturday, the rivalry game, you got Terrence Mathis in the locker room talking to the boys. You got all the excitement before the thing. You have an energy level that on a scale of 1 to 10 might be in an 11. This one's different. This is a road game. This is, I think, the furthest the team has ever had to travel for a game. This is, this is a way. This is everything that surrounds that. How do you get your boys back up just to positionally to that level of excitement and that level of go that you had last weekend? Well, you know, I, I've said it a bunch of times throughout the preseason camp. I really like this football team and who they are and who they've come as a collective group. Uh, it's exciting to be around those guys every day. We have a lot of fun. What I'm excited about is the opportunity to compete. We only get 12 guaranteed games. We've got nine left to earn the 10th one. Uh, there's going to be nobody in the stands on Saturday. Their game against Miami of Ohio had about 4,500 people in the stands, so it'll right. be empty. It's supposed to be raining on Saturday, so that'll keep the 4,500 away even less than that. So we'll be able to yell across the field to our field side, uh, wide side corner and let them know what's going on, get the, the wide receivers lined up if there's problems. <laughs> I don't think that's an issue with our football team. They're excited to go out there and compete against another football team. You're telling me the players on the field are going to be able to hear J.J. Buck doing the broadcast? That's what you're telling Absolutely. me? Absolutely. That's what I'm telling you, that they will be able to hear it. You know, like sometimes you practice for loud environments. You bring the speakers onto the practice field. You turn up the music. You turn up the crowd noises. How do you prepare for a empty stadium in a quiet field? What do you do there? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save my my true comment. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just like practice. We uh, we go out there every day to get better. We have the speakers and all that stuff. The game day environment. It'll be it'll be more than that because they will have the all the stuff that you do on a natural football game. Um, there will be a few people there, but you know what? It's going to be two teams that want to beat each other up and and have fun doing it. And it's an afternoon game where college football should be played, so it's exciting for the opportunity. The Mark Paulson Strength Center was dedicated, I believe, on Monday, Coach. If that's not correct, correct me. Uh, it is beautiful. It is top tier. It is Division One standard. Is that your first stop when you bring in the recruits that you had for the New Mexico State game? Is that the first thing that potential Lobo sees when they come to the university? You know, it, it's uh, our building. Uh, we've done a really good job of, of taking care of it. Our event staff and our maintenance crew, uh, they do a phenomenal job. I mean, when there's stuff that's broken, it, it's fixed immediately. Our indoor is really, really pretty. We've got some construction going on on our grass fields. And recruits really like to see construction. When we were getting the weight room built yeah. last year, the New Mexico Mutual Champions Training Center, uh, they were excited about what they're going to get. Not what they have, it's what they're going to get. So we're going to just throw some cones around the building and, and continue to act like we're building stuff, even if we're not, because that's what gets them excited. Now, we do take them into the Mark Paulson Strength Center because that's where, where we try and build these guys into, into mature young men, turn them into machines on the football field. Coach Paulson did that for a long time. I mean, he was there 25 years ago when I was playing, and I was really, really excited to have the opportunity to take part in that ceremony. It's something that is well-deserved. He's a great person, a great human being, a great coach, a great father, a great husband. I mean, all those things correlate to who we want our kids to be around. And so it is one of the first stops we go through there with all the nutrition. David Fox has done a great job of building that up with our strength coach, Derek Baker. So we take advantage of everything we can. Coach, three games into the year, you're learning about who your team is and who they're going to be. Through these first three games, 
is there a, a young student athlete that you want to highlight? Maybe he's high effort. Maybe there's more talent than you notice. Someone who's really bringing it that may not have been on the radar before. Well, you know, we, we've got a couple of young men. Uh, obviously, everybody knows the Tavian Combs, the Dylan Hopkins. Not very many people knew Bill, Jacory Krosky, Merritt. Yep. Uh, they all know him now, sure. which is a positive. We have some young men coming along. Um, Jeremiah Hicks and DJ Washington, names that we've mentioned that have actually played right now. But up front, Tyler Keeney, who's a, Lo- a Las Lunas product, uh, he has kind of turned into everything that everybody wanted him to be coming out of high school going to L- uh, UCLA. He's come back home. He really put in some work to change his body. And over the first three games, he's done a really nice job at nose guard for us. I'm excited to uh, continue to see his growth and development. Because when you have a hometown a local kid like that that comes home and he's around family and he's around people that knew him when he was in high school and he's able to have the success that Tyler's having right now, it's just a joy to watch. Coach, I um, I don't want to rub it in your face here, but there is a uh, rumor that you skipped Ringo Starr last night. <laughs> and me and Van and Frank Marchiolago had about the best possible time that any three human beings could have at a concert do you want me to send you any of the video? Do you need to experience from afar? Do you need to see Van scream singing Yellow Submarine off of my cell phone? Uh, you know, that, that, is, uh, that is fantastic. If you want to send me that video, I promise you I won't <laughs> use it against him or post it anyway. Uh, but I did hear, and, and Joe Cordova offered us the opportunity to go out there to the Rio Rancho Event Center and, and have some fun. To watch an 83-year-old man perform like Ringo Starr was able to do last night, I think it's awesome that he took a little personal intermission at 83 years old. I mean, that, that's the way to do a show if you're going to do it all the way up to 100 years old. Yes. Me and my wife had the opportunity to go see George Strait this summer in Phoenix. And for a 70-year-old man, he puts on quite a show. So Ringo started doing that at 83. I'm glad you guys got that opportunity to watch. I had a little bit more things to focus on with our football <laughs> team trying to win a dang football uh, game. But I, I appreciate you letting me know. And, and when you get that video, like I said, I, I can't guarantee you, man, that I won't put it anywhere you don't want it. But if I get it, just keep an eye out. Coach Danny Gonzalez of your UNM Lobo football team, thank you so very much, brother. And don't forget, uh, you're on tonight, right? You're on KKOB tonight. We are. Uh, myself, Coach Blankenship, our offensive line coach, Tito Stafford from Alabama, will be a great listen on 77 KKOB or 96.3, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say this, Van, and, and, I mean, Fred, tell me if you want me to shut up, but I'm really happy for you and your family with uh, Dad's remission. It's awesome. You're going to keep getting prayers from, <laughs> excuse me, prayers from us. That won't ever stop. Uh, I'm excited for you and your family, though. Uh, listen to 770 KOB on Saturday also. J.J. Buck will have his debut with Dontrell Moore. Go out there and get the Lobo W. Thanks, guys. Go Lobos. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. That Saturday broadcast is going to be good. The juxtaposition between Dontrell and J.J., don't think it would be any greater between two human beings. <laughs> I'm very excited yeah. to see the swirl that is this ice cream cone. It's going to be tremendous. We get back. We wrap this thing up. Cal, thank you for making the show go around so very well today. we got just 10 minutes left here at ABQX before we hand it over to Westwood One for tonight's Thursday Night Football. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Rock and roll song. Feeling it. Thursday night football tonight. Little prediction, Van? Uh, 
yeah, yeah. Um, Come as a the Niners, the Niners starters won't play the fourth quarter. Oh gosh, that's my prediction. I, um, the Niners are going to demolish the Giants. Yeah, it's think, going to be embarrassing. I think you're very correct. Ayuk is out. Did you see that? Doesn't matter. Okay. 49ers versus Giants tonight on Thursday Night Football. The spread, um, ten and a half. It started off at nine, so it's getting worse. Getting worse? Yeah. You uh, Can you take the Giants with ten and a half? No. Okay. God, no. It's going to be like, I don't know, 40, 43, 6 maybe. Uh, over under 44 points? Yeah. The Niners will hit the over by themselves. I like that. Okay. It's Mo- going to be bad. Money line this is, is the same Giants that barely beat the Arizona Cardinals, the worst team in the history of professional sports. Giants are 14-7 and seven against the spread in the last 21. The Niners are 14-8 and eight against the spread in the last 22. I think I agree with you on all of your assertions, but this is not one I play. This is not one I play tonight because with Thursday night football games, I don't trust no one ever about nothing. I don't trust... Any quarterback, I don't trust Brock Purdy. I don't trust Christian McCaffrey. I don't trust guys playing on Thursdays. All football should be played on Sunday. Never bet the Thursday game. Uh, I mean, that's a smart play. Not betting money is the smartest of all plays, Fred. Yeah. But uh, I could comfortably endorse the Niners minus 10.5. Outside of Christian McCaffrey, anyone you really like fantasy-wise tonight? Uh, luckily I got McCaffrey on one of my teams, so yes. Well, him, outside him. of him. That's why I said outside of him. Uh, he's going to ball out for three quarters. D- uh, correct. <laughs> but again, is there a single player on the field? Uh, yes, the 49ers defense. Saquon Barkley is obviously out. Do not play Daniel Jones. Ayuk is out. Brock Purdy, I think, could be a play on Thursday night versus the Giants. If you're in a situation like me where you never draft a quarterback and you play a matchup every week, that is how poor the Giants look. This is going to be like a like a practice game for the Niners. They're going to do a lot of fun stuff. They're going to hit the Giants with a lot of weird looks because they know that they don't stand a chance. I got They're a, just going to have fun. I got a sleeper tonight, though. It's George Kittle. That's uh, the second best tight end in football is your sleeper? Yes. Okay. He's not the second man. The a lot of people. A sleeper. A lot of people would argue that the Giants have the second best tight end. Uh, I would not. A healthy, <laughs> a healthy George Kittle is the second best tight end in football a lot behind of, Travis Kelsey. A lot of people would argue the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of people are also wrong. A healthy George Kittle is the best tight end in football that isn't Travis Kelsey. Cal, I know we're out early, so you hit me with the music whenever he wants me to go. I I will watch this one. We're gonna we're gonna meet up with some friends. We're gonna laugh about it. But this might be the only Thursday night football game I watch all year, and it's only because I forgot to plan anything for tonight. Okay. There are so many more options in life. Look, the world, especially the uh, American part of the world, loves some football, and I, for the players' safety, for the players' health. I don't think they should be playing Thursday night football, but it's going to get watched. Last night I saw. You put up a professional NFL game in the middle of the night, 3.30 a.m. on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. People will wake up to watch that game. Last night I saw live and in person from the Edgar Winter Group, 
with Edgar Winter, do Free Ride. Then I watched Toto do Rosanna. Uh-huh. Then I watched Average Rightberg do Pick Up the Pieces. Uh-huh. Then I watched Minute Work do Down Under. Yeah, that one crushed. Then I watched Ringo cover the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. His song. It's his song. Yeah. Occupus's Garden. Back off Boogaloo. I watched so many bangers last night. Africa by Toto. Mm-hmm. I watched Work to Do by the Isley Brothers. I watched, in person, Johnny Be Good, a Chuck Berry cover by Edgar Winter. Uh-huh. And now tonight, all I have is Thursday Night Football. <laughs> you got your, your hero, your favorite player, Brock Purdy, playing. What are you talking about? Cal, it was a little help from my friends covered last night to close out the show. That's and I was cool. there with 4,000 of my closest friends. It, that's a low number. I'm saying it was closer to 5,000. I only know what I know, and I know what I saw. Okay. It could have been closer to five. I know they got in and out of the building a lot faster than people did Saturday at UNMC. If people were late to the show last night, the Ringo Starr and the All-Star Band show at the Rio Ranch Event Center, if they would have said, sorry I'm late, the traffic was bad on Saturday for the UNM football game, I would have said that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're just getting out of the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> you just now making it? <laughs> Good job today, Cal. Good job today, Van. Anything we missed, boys? I don't know. Anything we did miss, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff and JJ. Yeah, I think that's you know pretty good, you know, pretty good advice. It's really. great advice. Yeah. And then I don't is JJ on tomorrow? Is he travel? He's traveling, obviously. You gotta be there so in person. Does he do the morning show then travel? Is it a whole I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. Well, I mean, since COVID, we all learned that we could probably everyone can do their job remotely. I don't think you can broadcast football game remote. Well, Cal Moots back at the station. Thank you so very much. For everyone here at ABQX, come get half off your throw-ins on a Thursday night. They got the game on. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.